Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Bedfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BedfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Travis. Got my brother Quentin with me, as always. That was a band called Prong, with the song For Dear Life. It was on their 1990 album Beg to Differ. And that's who we are talking about today on our very last metal episode for Metal Month. Technically, it's November and Metal Month was October, but, you know, whatever. Uh, we, we tried. We you tried. know, it's our sidetrack. It's going to be short and sweet. This is our sidetrack to the Metallica episode last week. So here we are, Q. We're wrapping it up. Tell, tell me five things that you've learned about metal. Uh... Whoa, dude. Didn't think that I was going to throw you a pop quiz, did you? Uh, number one, uh, thrash means fast. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> number two. I'll give it to you. Uh, well. Come on. Let me say this, man. I am. I'm, I'm done with it, dude. All right. How do you listen to metal all the time? I don't. Oh, okay. I don't listen to metal year round. Uh, you got to spread what? it out, you know? So wait, do, do you go month months at a time without listening to metal? I mean, I'm like that with all kinds of music, you know, you go, you sure genres kind of, you know, you, you go in and you, you're on a 
you're on a metal fix, you know, for a couple months and then you swing the other direction. Okay. Well, the one band that I really enjoyed was Chemis. That is the the newest metal band that we talked about. Like those guys are really young. They've only been on the scene for like five years, if that. So yeah, that's really interesting. And you know, Chemis, their whole thing is is sort of mixing together metal from over the decades and, and creating their own sound. So that is funny that you said that, you know, they are, I think I may have said this on that episode, but like, I feel like they're in a very approachable band. You know what I mean? Even for people who aren't fans of metal. So yeah, I, I like the singer's voice. Yeah. I think they've got a little something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say this too, dude, I know moving forward, I will be listening to ghost every October from now on. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's another one that just, you know, anybody can get into ghost if you're in the right frame of mind for some Satan worship. The, what was that? What's the song called? Welcome year zero. Year zero. Yeah. Year zero. Oh yeah, dude. I'm I'm gonna play that every Halloween. You have to. I mean, it's one of those things where like, if I ever do a haunted house again, ghost, that's, that's all I'm going to play is ghost. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So some of you may have caught our bonus episode that dropped on Halloween. Um, hope you enjoyed it. That was kind of fun to put together. Talked about a band called The Undoing of David Wright. We went a little bit more punk for that one, so I gave you a little break from the metal. Yeah. But that was... Um, I think I think I'm going to stick stick to uh, to what you said. That That might be the first time that Undoing of David Wright has ever appeared on a podcast. I feel pretty confident in that, dude. Me too. So we're better than all the other podcasts. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Does that make us, does that make us better or does that make us worse? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Uh, So this is our, like I was saying, this is our last metal episode for a while. Uh, The next few episodes we got lined up are going to be a dramatic shift. Um, and I'm excited about it, man. I'm ready to to mix it up a little bit. Me too. Me All right. Too. So we're talking about prong today. Let's let's get let's get into it here. How did you find out about these guys? How long have you been a fan of prong? Uh, honestly, just over the last few years, they they came up on my radar. Um, just digging through Spotify, um, it was probably one of those things where I found them on another band's you know related artists page. You know. That's basically how it went down. I find a lot of good artists that way. Oh my god, yeah. So um, these guys are technically a thrash metal band as well. So that's why we're doing them after Metallica, because Metallica, as we talked about, was one of the pioneers of thrash metal. Uh, these guys are also called and thrown into the groove metal camp. So cute. Now, oh, hang on, hang on. Groove metal? Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. What is groove metal? You saw, I feel like I just blew your mind somehow. Well, you're, so you're telling me that, that, that you could be a groove metal band and be that distinctive as to warrant having that like label? I mean, think about it, dude. We, I feel like we've had these conversations about bands outside of metal right how would you describe mm-hmm. mr twin sister 
you would have know, to use like, more than one genre, right? Sure, sure, sure. Right. Okay. Well, that's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Groove metal is just a like a, a like a subset of of metal, but um, you know, it's like a tag, man. It's like a, a tag on a right on a um. If you were to 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 classify these guys, you might throw them under multiple genres, but stylistically, they have elements of thrash metal and groove groove metal. And groove metal is an offshoot of thrash metal. But so what does groove metal mean? It's got the like the intensity and sometimes the speed of thrash metal, but more often than not, it's played at more of a mid tempo. So it's the 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 intensity of thrash metal, but not necessarily as fast as thrash metal. So it's more it's got more of a groove to it. So bands that are that are classified as groove metal would be bands like Pantera. Sepultura, who I've talked about before. Okay. All right. So, Prong. Let's talk about these guys for a second. So, um, their very first release, they had two independent releases. First one came out in 87, which is when when you and I were independently released. (laughs) Uh, That's the second time you've made a joke like that. I know, dude. (laughs) No, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. I like it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, and then their their first record under a major label came out in 1990. <laughs> Sorry, oh, dude. I'm just, I'm just laughing about your. I'm laughing at your joke, man. That's good. Independently released. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is okay. that you and I were Sorry. we were released together. <laughs> we weren't released independently of one another, but whatever. Hey, you uh, know what? I think two minutes counts as independent from one another. That's true. That's true. All right. Oh, man, we're we're way off we're way off track here, dude. We're off the rails on this episode. Whatever. Okay, it's a sidetrack. Let's, let's stay focused here. We're gonna stay focused here. We're getting off track on the okay. sidetrack. Can we you know play? Let's play a song. Okay. All right. Fine. Here's all you need to know about these guys. First album came out. First album under a major record label came out in 1990. It's called "Beg to Differ," and we're gonna play some tunes off of it. What more do you need to know? I want to know who came up with that album cover because it's dope. Well, I could tell you. It's a fella by the name of Brian Pusshead Schroeder. Uh, <laughs> his nickname what? was his nickname was Pusshead for some reason. How do you how do you get a nickname like that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh There's a lot okay. of ways you can get that nickname. But yeah, it's cool because it, it kind of looks like a, a comic book. Uh, panel, you know, yeah, like three panels yeah. on a comic book, and you know, the '90s was like the resurgence of comic books, you know. So uh, yeah. that's probably not a coincidence. Okay, let's play some tunes. Let's do it uh, again. These guys are called Prong. The intro track that you heard at the beginning of this episode was one of the singles off the record called "For Dear Life," but we're not going to play any more singles going forward. Let's jump into a song called "Beg to Differ."
I'm into that, dude. You like that? I liked it. There you go, man. Yeah. I can see the I can see the grooviness. Yeah. Um, but there are moments of, of, of thrash. Totally. Yeah, I liked the uh, the drummer. I sounds like he, he was he's playing an electronic kit. Or the you know the the way the snare drum is mic'd, the the like the reverb on it and stuff. Yeah, that was really cool. I liked that. And I liked how he doubled up on the hi hat there towards the end of the clip. That was cool. Well, there you go, dude. My my job is done here. I've introduced you to another metal band that you that you like. Yeah, dude. I, you know what? Hats off to you, man, for this past month. I think you did a good job picking picking bands. Thank you. I've been entertained. <laughs> At the very least. There's a lot of other bands that uh, I would have liked to talk about, so we'll have to do this again sometime. We're not done yet, though. We're not. <laughs> you think that was all I got to show you? I'm, I'm going to show you more than that. But that uh, gave can me a little taste. Can we talk taste. about the, why they have a song called In- Interminstrel? What the fuck? I don't know, dude. I don't know the story <laughs> behind that. I didn't look into it. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to tell you about that one. Yeah, it's called Inster- In- Interminstrel DSB. I don't DSB. know what DSP stands for, dude. Does that let's stand for something? Should we know what that means? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. I have no idea. Well, uh, oh, DSB. Uh, Deadly. S- no. I'm that's got to be that. it, dude. Deadly. <laughs> why not, man? What Deadly semen buildup? I bet you that's it. I mean, come on. This is a metal band, dude. Oh, my God. Medical condition caused by prolonged lack of sex. We're going off the rails, bro. <laughs> That's probably what it means. Okay. Yeah, um, right. God. All right. Sorry. All right. I wanted to play one more song here. Um, but yeah, Beg to Differ, I think, showcases what is generally meant by groove metal, you know? It was very, it's it's a lot more mid-tempo, you know? Uh, but the, the, the you know... The distortion and the tone on their guitars matches, um, you know, the more kind of classical, classical, that's kind of a funny term to use for thrash, but the more classic thrash sound. Um, okay, yeah. let's play uh, Let's play track two real quick. Uh, this song is called Steady Decline.
Dude, I'm a sucker for that sound that he's got out of that snare drum. It's really cool. I can't figure out if oh, yeah? it's an electronic kit or, or if it's just the way they've got it mixed in there. It works, So dude. the name of the drummer so, is Ted Parsons, uh, if you're c- curious. Um, yeah, so what, go ahead. You're about to say something. Oh, um, another band that I was into briefly Um I think they're classified as stoner rock or stoner metal. Uh, you know the band Red Fang? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Prehistoric Dog. He's a really good album. I feel like that might be in line with this style of metal. What, am I far off there? No, I don't think you're far off. Um, Maybe that's more in line with groove metal. I know metal. Red Fang is, 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 like you said, more more stoner rock Um yeah, but which yeah, again, sure. I like I, I don't know what what makes Stoner Rock Stoner Rock, but I was getting some of those those yeah. vibes. Actually, you know what? So Red Fang is also classified as sludge metal. Yeah, man. I mean, they're they're more just can't um, keep up, can't keep up. Doom metal, but not really. Yeah, I can see, see why they're not. Even you, even you have trouble. It's yeah, no, I mean that's the thing. Metal, like I said, they've got there's so many subgenres for metal. Um, it's hard to really classify. Dude, a band often as as having one particular sound, you know, that, at least not nowadays, because I feel like metal bands these days are taking in so many influences from the past, you know. Yeah, like we were saying about Chemist. Yeah, exactly. It's really hard to pin pin a band down. I mean, usually they will get one label thrown on them, like how Chemist gets the doom metal uh, tag thrown on them, even though they don't like that because they're trying to to do much more with their sound, you know. Yeah. So here's what Wikipedia has to say about prong. Along with groove metal and thrash metal, industrial metal, uh, the fusion of heavy metal music and industrial music, synthesizer or sequencer lines, that could be in line with what I was hearing with the drummer. Maybe he is using an actual, like a drum drum machine or something. Uh, Crossover thrash, fusion of thrash metal and hardcore punk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think you can hear some of that punk influence on that song we just played. Totally. Um, I mean, their first two records, which were independent releases before they were signed to Epic Records, um, had more of a hardcore punk sound. So, like, their origin is hardcore punk. So, and then they, you know, that's that's why they got the crossover thrash 
label on them because they basically, you know, fuse the two together for their sound, hardcore punk and thrash metal. Yeah. So. Cool. So, so are we saying we're not going to do what you heard's anymore on our sidetracks? Is that what you told me earlier today, Q? Are you? Do you want this on record, bro? I don't care. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know what? All right, let's let's just try to keep our sidetracks under thirty minutes, and we're at that mark. Let's play some what you heard's. Okay. I hope Good, you got something. Got oh, of course I do. I always got something. All right, cool. So, this is. Uh, was a bit of a surprise to me when I read this. So we did an episode on Eamon Tobin. Mm-hmm. We talked about bricolage. Uh, Eamon Tobin's one of my favorite um, electronic musicians. Um, I've been listening to him for years, and he has come out with some new material this year. Uh, in fact, he's come out with a lot of new material this year, so much so that I was like, this is bizarre that he's put out two full-length albums in 2019 so far. So I looked into it, and there was a interview that I read from him saying that he had like 12 albums worth of material that he's going to release in the next 12 months. Whoa. I was in like a, almost like a, a, a an album a month, you know? So how long had it been since his last? It looks like I'm looking at it. It looks like 2011 was his last full-length before these two. Yeah. So that um, makes sense, dude. Eight years worth of... Of shit. Yeah. So, so he's, you know, he's been cranking him out, but, uh, or I mean, he's crank, you know, he's very prolific. He just hasn't released them yet. But, um, anyway, so, um, he put out, um, a record under a, a pseudonym, um, or, you know, another, another name that he records under. That's going to be my watch here for today. So, um, I read that he had released three albums in 2019. I was like, wait a minute, I only see two. But that's because he released another one under this um, side project that he does called Only Child Tyrant. So uh, this album is called Time to Run. And the song that we're going to play today is actually the title track, Time to Run. So here we go. This is Eamon Tobin recording under his side project, Only Child Tyrant.
was cool, dude. Yeah, so it's it's a lot different than the stuff that he has has been releasing um, lately under Eamon Tobin. So like, it makes sense that he wanted to to put this out under a different name. You know, they reminded me of uh, Holy Fuck. Yeah, quite a bit, dude. Right? Yeah, industrial comes to mind. The word industrial, I feel like, describes yeah. that pretty well. Yeah, like yeah. it kind of seems like you, it's like you can see, you know, like automation and like. Yeah, you know, mechanical gears. You know, and I stuff feel like moving. I feel like Eamon Tobin's music has always given me that 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 I think uh, so too. that vibe. But yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm reading like a press release about this record, so I don't know who is quoted as saying this, but uh, it says here, I like this description of it: intense angular indie rock made by acid dipped machines. And I like yeah. the I like the way that this person said indie rock because there is a lot of guitar stuff in this record. Um and he said, I've got a quote here from Tobin. He says, I've often made my favorite things when I wasn't overthinking. This record came about over a period of time between things I may well have been overthinking. It's fun to program drums that sound live and fake at the same time, to make synths sound like guitars and have guitars played by robots. My yeah. enjoyment of these processes became a complete sound with its own personality, one that needed its own name. I hope you'll like it as much or at least nearly as much as I did making it. So perfect definition of a side project, right? Like he was just kind of playing around, experimenting with things, and he had come up with this sound that, that just became its own thing, you know? So anyway, I love Eamon Tobin. Um, I'll listen to anything he puts out from now to the end of time. So anyway... If you like Tobin like I do, you can look forward to a lot more releases coming out of him over the next few months, like he was saying. Uh, he's got a, a lot of stuff uh, basically in, in the barrel ready to, to get shot out at us, so more excitement to come. Cool. All right, what you got, Key? What you been hearing lately? All right, so... Uh, Man, you hold on. This on you sounded like you were very depressed right then when you went into that. Oh, really? You're like, oh, all right. Well, okay. Here's why. Here's why I sounded like that because I'm already just anticipating you not liking this because I know <laughs> historically you don't like anything that Bjork does. And this, <laughs> I, yeah. So I found out uh, a few days ago that Bjork was in a band called the Sugar Cubes back in the '80s before she went solo. I had no idea. I've never heard this band until like. Let me just, when I heard it on the radio, I was listening to it and, and I, you know, the, the DJ, uh, you know, played it in, said, hey, here's a, here's a couple songs from the Sugar Cubes or whatever. And I heard it and I was like, that's Bjork's voice. And I thought that she had started something new and she was in a new band called the Sugar Cubes. But turns out this is a band from the 80s. Um, anyways, I was a big fan of Bjork for a while. I kind of stopped uh, paying attention to what she's been doing recently but uh anyway she was in an alternative rock band called the sugar cubes back in the in the mid 80s um let's just let the music play for itself this is from um i believe this was their debut album yeah it's called life's too good came out in 88 uh and this is a song called cold sweat
I mean, it was all right. <laughs> oh, I love. I it, mean, dude. look, there was nothing. There's nothing. Um, all that unique about it. Like it, it, it sounded like it came out of that era. You know, like sure. She, it sounded like she was she was channeling Bono or something like that, you know. Like it sounded kind of like a U two song from from that era, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, I see that. I'm not I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I, I think it's cool that she was in a that she was in like a post punk band back in the day, you know. Like I had no cool. idea, dude. Yeah, I, man, she her voice just fucking gives me chills, man. Every time anything that she does, just like sends the shivers up and down the spine, bro. I don't I don't know what it is about her. I think I think she might be just be an alien. I, th- I think she's an alien. I, think that's what it is. <laughs> I don't think she's human. But yeah, um, that's cool. I mean, that's that's cool that you uh, that you were able to to be like, wait a second, that's Bjork's voice. Like you knew it instantly, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, so it was another song off this album called "Birthday" that they played first, and then they they faded into "Cold Sweat." Um, but yeah. I, if you listen to the song birthday, well, I mean, it's, it's Bjork. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. And like, you can't, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, no, sure. you know, there's no denying that voice. Um, yeah. but no, I, I seriously thought, Oh cool. She's in a new band called the sugar cubes. <laughs> uh, well, it just tells no you how unchanging was... her voice is. You know, if you, if you didn't think for a second that that sounded like a younger, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like Bjork from right. like what? 50 years ago. Well, the shit, not that long ago. <laughs> 30 ago, man we're not like that old 33 yeah 32 yeah. years ago but yeah that's now what's interesting to me like what you said they're regarded as the biggest rock band to emerge from iceland well i is didn't that, say that, I mean, on, is that on record really? i said that before we started playing we're recording but yeah no apparently they're they're one of the biggest biggest alt rock bands from iceland now that's what it said on the description on Spotify. So who knows who? who no, that's wrote that, but. that. Yeah, no, that's that's under that's the the source for that is a Rolling Stone article about Bjork that came out in okay. 2017. So yeah, dude, I had never heard of him, man. Never heard of him. There you go. So um, yeah, that's it, man. Next week we uh, we're gonna shift gears finally. So if you've been waiting for us to 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 stop talking about metal it's about to happen so you just gotta wait one more week um yeah we're gonna talk about one of the most successful bands of all time next week one of the biggest bands ever we're gonna talk about them next week so there you go don't do that you could very often no we don't Uh, but i mean this is one of my favorite records if I were to make a long list of my favorite records, this would be on that list somewhere. I don't, I wouldn't put it top 10, but but this record in particular, let's put it this way. I can safely say this. This is one of my favorite debut records. Okay. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's it's something special about it. And you yeah. know what? No one even knows what we're talking about, so. No. But hey, you know, I think we we've given them some clues here. People can maybe start to try to guess, you know. One of the biggest bands of all time. For sure. Yeah, I mean that's that is the truth. Okay, so um, there you go. That's that. What are we gonna fade us out with today? Some more prong. Uh, I actually do have a song from Prong that's gonna fade us out. Uh, Q, do you remember? We were probably too young, and I was not a legit metalhead to to have watched this at the time. But you've heard about Headbangers Ball on MTV, right? MTV, yeah, yeah, MTV's, yeah. 
So they had this thing called the Headbangers Ball. It was a heavy metal. Um, basically, it's when they would play heavy metal music videos on MTV. So um, one of the songs off of Beg to Differ was used for commercial breaks during Headbangers Ball in the 1990s. So um, if you watched that program back in the day, you're probably going to recognize this song. And that's what's going to fade us out. Uh, the song is called Lost and Found. And that's going to do it for us this week. My name is Travis. And my name is Quentin. See you all next week. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.